What's going on, everybody? This is Matt Mills. Welcome to the Seeds of Change. I hope that you're doing well whenever you're listening to this. I hope that you're having a great day. I'm recording this episode a little early, but I still wanted to make sure I got you one for the week. So I hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, based on some of the stuff we were talking about last week, it was a very busy weekend. It was a lot of community outreach going on on Saturday. And I do have to say it definitely was a good time to stop by. Uh, the community day at St. Paul, they had a live band going, they had food going, they had vendors with job opportunities out there. It was just a, just a nice, fun barbecue atmosphere and fellowship that we could just talk and commune with each other. The community day out in Morton was also a good time. They had a stage set up, they had vendors out there, uh, good music. It was just a good time. You know, just just to get the community engaged and just just have some relaxing fun. So I, I think that was that was just a great experience. It was very tiring, uh, but I nevertheless did enjoy it because I think a lot of times we don't we don't always get the time to get together for a positive reason, especially with all that's been going on. So anytime it does happen. Um, not saying it doesn't, but oftentimes we see a lot of prayer vigils and a lot of funerals and things of that sort. Anytime we can get together for a positive reason or just a good time, I think, can't be taken lightly and should be acknowledged as something we should do more. I will say, uh, before I go into the other thing, there will be a lot going on this month. I know there is another community outreach opportunity at the end of this month. Uh, that will be announced further, just in the sense of don't want to overwhelm you too much. Uh, But we do have something coming up on the 20th. So I do want you to keep that in mind. It's the Harambe Community Picnic, August 20th, 2022, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Found at Harambe Baptist Church, 5648 Chu Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19138. There will be food, music, giveaways, activities, and more. And I know for certain that you'll get to see a lot of uh, people get to showcase their gifts and they're pushing to have some youth involvement and have them also the opportunity to showcase their gifts and their talents. So I think it's another opportunity to keep in mind that, you know, we can get the community engaged and also just have a good time before the children go back to school and our summers are over because the summer went really fast so I would say you know just try to take advantage if you're in the area or just try to make a note on your calendar if you're free to go by there the Ecclesiastical Council of Churches is also hosting a picnic in the park Saturday August 27 2022 good food fellowship music and prizes at Jacobs Park in Morton PA so once again I also will be sharing that flyer also in in the future just so you always will have that information. If you have any interest or do want to donate or contribute, those inform that information will be showcased. But the other activity and the one I'm I kind of didn't mention right away because it leads into what is on my mind is that Reverend Farrell, Reverend Gwendolyn Farrell, had a community outreach. Um, in McPherson Park, Kensington Avenue, basically donating clothes and toiletries 
to the people in that community. And I didn't get to experience it in its fullness. I did see pictures, but I didn't get to experience it in its fullness because I was running a little late, but I was able to make it towards the end. And to drive through that neighborhood and see, I guess, the living conditions and the things that people are dealing with in that neighborhood is is it's something that's a reality check. Um, we were riding and my wife noticed someone was shooting up in his foot. We noticed, you know, people just laying out on the curb, sleep. We, we just... You, it kind of brings you back to reality to see um, some of the heartaches of other people and the type of assistance that they need or the support that they could benefit from. And we just started talking and it made me really think about a scripture or think about how we should be held more accountable. And it brought me to Mark uh, chapter 12. And I'll read starting at verse 29 where it says, The most important one answered Jesus is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And, um... Really thinking about um, the opportunity to help people and seeing the work that they were doing and and Reverend Farrell and those that went to volunteer with her, um, just supporting the community. It blesses your heart because you really see the the, the heartache and the, the different places that people are in. And... I myself haven't really been in that area of town probably in another, what, four or five years back when I was actually doing work there. And I think you you know there are things happening, but sometimes you separate yourself so far from it or you're so far removed from it that you don't really think about it. And it brought me to loving my neighbor because I think sometimes we can get so focused on on our lives and the things we want to work towards and the goals that we have that we forget our neighbor. And I'm not making the argument that you should forget about your goals or the things you want to work towards for the sake of your neighbor. But I think I am posing that you should include your neighbor in some of your future planning in a sense of finding time or finding a moment you can create an opportunity to help your neighbor. Now, granted, it might not be as extreme as that community, but that's the second, that's the two most important things he, he just detailed was loving God and loving your neighbor. And I think it is very easy to forget about our neighbor. Or it's very easy to put limits on our neighbors. You know, if we're dedicated church members, 
oftentimes we might limit our neighbor to our church family. Or we might label or limit our neighbor to the person we live next to, our literal neighbor. Some of us might put our close family in the category of the neighbor, and that's who we value and love and leave it at that. If we read this and really think about it, I don't think Jesus put a limit on who your neighbor was. I don't think he quantified it as what you should consider or how many neighbors you should have. I think we very quickly create a bubble of the people that we're going to focus on and leave it at that. And the reason I say that is because I'm not posing that we don't care about these things. I am posing that we don't think about them. I think oftentimes we don't. I know in my situation, or in my case, sometimes I'm so focused on what I want to accomplish or the things that I'm working towards that I can forget about what's going on in the world around me until it's posed on the news or an article comes across my news feed and I get reminded of something that might have passed or a murder that might have occurred or a crime that might have happened. Or even when you think about the drug epidemic, these things don't always cross your mind until you're made aware of it. That happens. But in addition to that happening is, what do we do when it comes across our eyes or our minds? What do we do with it? Because it's very easy to claim initially that that's not on the forefront of your brain. And that's that's fair. A lot of us have really busy lives and a lot of responsibilities. But I will ask you, as a follow-up, what do you do when it's brought to your attention? What is your next move when you, when you see these type of injustices or crimes or you see these people in the place that they are in with no hope and no one there to provide it? Are you willing to do what Reverend Farrell and those volunteers did to go meet them where they are? The people that you encounter, the struggles that you see, the people or your neighbors that you see hurting. When it's brought to your awareness, what do you do? A family that has met misfortune or a child that you see is is struggling because they, they need school supplies. What Simple things. That might get overlooked. What do you do when it's brought to your attention? How many of us take that initiative to help a neighbor? And whether you consider yourself a leader in the church or a minister or a preacher, you have a ministry. You have a responsibility to love your neighbor. And you might say, okay, it wasn't on my in my in my radar or my awareness. But at some point it was. At some point it crossed your mind. And at that moment, you're held accountable for the type of love you showed your neighbor. You're held accountable for what actions you did after that to display the love of Christ when loving your neighbor. Did you go back to your normal routine? Did you 
Did you proceed with whatever else was on your mind? Or did you even just take a second to pray for your neighbor? Did you take a second to consider that, that the Lord just prayed that the Lord move in their behalf? Do you ever think about possibly how you can help your neighbor that's in need? If you have a neighbor that needs a job, do you ever think about maybe seeing if your job is hiring? Or knowing you have extra food and you're deep freezing, your neighbor doesn't have it. Are you willing to share a little bit for them? It blesses my heart when I see instances when we see things happen to families and, and, and they need new clothes or they need a place to stay and, and you see people get together and they raise money for them and they get clothes together for all their children and they, they rally around them to help them get back on their feet. That's what we should be doing. That's the type of love we should show. If we can show that type of love to our neighbors, that's what we should be doing. And that's where the change can begin. Making that extra effort to display the love of Christ for your neighbor. And considering that you shouldn't limit who your neighbor is. It's two things. It's loving God and loving your neighbor. So I, I, I challenge you to take the time to evaluate that second one. Because I know I had to evaluate that second one. And try to go back to the drawing board on what could I do in the world that I live in. To show effective love for my neighbor. So dear Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this more, I guess, serious level of conversation. I appreciate just the, the work that's going on in the community efforts that's going on and the, 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 the effort to create and display hope for people that need it. I ask that you bless our hearts, that you invoke that same response in us, that we find a way to love our neighbor and help create that hope that we received by someone else at some point in time. I ask you just continue to keep us in God as bless, bless our families, bless my family, bless, bless all of them, all the families that are listening under the sound of my voice. And I thank you for the opportunity. I don't take it lightly or granted in Jesus name. Amen. I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for subscribing. I want to thank you for liking and commenting. I ask that you just continue to comment, continue to share, continue to like, continue to support. If you have prayer requests, or if you have thoughts, or if you have something you want discussed or a question, please email me at mills at gmail.com. I will respond. I just want to thank you once again. I hope that you have a great week. I hope that you continue to have a great weekend. I hope that as the summer comes to the close, you find time to enjoy it with your loved ones. I hope that you find time to do something meaningful to show love to a neighbor. I ask you, to, I challenge you to find time to make sure that we're purposeful in all that we do. 
And thank you. And I hope that you're blessed. I hope you and I speak that you and your family will be blessed. Enjoy the time that you have because we can't get it back, but you can always make the most of it. Have a good day.